0: Are you ready to learn more about promoting play, defending childhood, empowering caregivers? Save 10% on professional development at explorationsearlylearning.com and support the show with the coupon code OOL. Click the link in the show notes to browse upcoming trainings. We're rolling. Hi, Candace. It's Annie. We are joined tonight by a very special guest, um, Troy Salazar. Troy, will you introduce yourself, please?
1: Yeah, hello. Uh Troy Salazar here. Um, I appreciate you having me on the show and uh looking forward to chatting with you ladies. I uh I don't know how much in depth you want me to go as far as introduction, but uh yeah, I'm out here in West Des Moines, Iowa. Um I, uh, I was a teacher in public schools for 22 years. And uh, whoop, whoop. yeah,
0: <laughs> that's an accomplishment.
1: I wore a lot of hats in those 22 years. I did a lot of jumping around. So I had a lot of experience. And uh, about a year ago, almost exactly a year ago, I discovered this self-directed learning model. And uh, it was almost like I got a peek behind the curtain. I couldn't unsee it. And uh, mm-hmm. a year later, here I am, Started we we started our own self-directed learning center out here. And, uh, it's a trip. I'll tell you what, it's, uh, it's been an experience and uh, I've never been more passionate about what I'm doing. So
0: that's awesome. I love hearing you say I'm Troy Salazar. That's like your opener for you do a lot of videos uh, on your Instagram where, where just throughout your Instagram, since I mentioned it anyways, where do we find you?
1: Yeah. So Instagram is Liberty SDLC. Um, Facebook is the same. And that's uh, primarily the two platforms that I'm on right now. So, right. Uh, website is libertysdlc.com, and that's that's where we share our information and our and what's going on.
0: Where did you first hear about self-directed learning?
1: So, I was in my car on the way to school um, about about a year ago, and I was listening to this podcast, and this gal was telling a story about a kid who. Every day for four or five years, he just fished. You know where I'm going with this? Yes. Yep. And um, I thought, what in the heck is going on at this school? So I, I got to school that morning, and I looked up the school, Sudbury Valley School, and I was I was amazed. I was like, how have I not heard about self-directed learning or self-directed education? And I immediately called my wife and said, look at this website. Check this out. And then she looked at it and I just kept reading and kept researching, got the book and, and I I just like, yes, this is it. Right. Mm -hmm. And this makes sense. This answers so many questions. And originally, originally I tried to incorporate the model into my position in public school.
0: Oh, interesting. At
1: the time I was a, I was a gifted and talented consultant at, at a high school here in Des Moines. And I thought, well, I'll just talk to all my kids and kind of explain to them self-directed learning and education and, you know, all the things you hate about public school. It's OK. You know, it's it's fine. You can just just do what you're passionate about. And it was I think it was at that time that I noticed how trained kids have become. Mm. And I think it speaks to the de-schooling that is necessary for kids once they leave a public school setting. Um. And so, yeah, I just kept looking into it. I mean, I wasn't I wasn't going to leave my my career. I mean, I, I was I was twenty two years in. I am making some good money. Finally, I've got the benefits and and the retirement package. And but I just couldn't stop thinking about it. I couldn't let it go. You talk about
0: that a lot. The things that keep us in education positions, right? And it's, I mean, I, not exclusive to education. I think the way our work um, an insurance situation set up in this country that our insurance is so often tied to our full-time job. Um, that is usually like the last straw, like, okay, I could make less money. Okay. I could skip retirement for now, but like health insurance is a really big deal.
1: It is a huge deal. And, and I get it. I get why a lot of teachers will stay, you know, because they don't have a lot of choice. they got families to think about. And Mm -hmm. I um, am blessed to be in a situation where my wife has done really well. And, and, and so we could take on a risk like this and,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I could walk away from the system and, and try to do, uh, the self-directed learning thing and, 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 and provide it to our community. So, yeah, I was, uh, I guess crazy enough to do it and she was crazy enough to go along with it. So, <laughs> yeah.
0: When it was, did you leave your job?
1: When? Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I resigned at the end of the year. That's you finished the year. The, the year. Yep. I finished the year and um and while i was doing that I was obviously doing all the leg work and behind the scenes work that it takes to start one of these centers and then all summer long too you know um
0: yeah you post a lot of videos of like floor installations and right. just finding a space that was
1: yeah, that's yeah. A so challenge. not only blessed with my uh my wife's willingness and support to do it and just having the financial means for us to take this risk, but also just her business savvy, you know, she's just a real butt kicker, I will say. (laughs) And, um, you know, she's just one of those gals that just says, you know, tell me, I can't do it and I'll do it. And and so that rubs off on me and, and, and with her help and support, we, we just, she's like, let's do it. If this, you think this is gonna make you happy and you want to do it, let's do it. So, Um, she's been a, she's been a pivotal part of this whole process and and I just thank her to the moon and back, but, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, you just check off all the boxes, you know, you, you, you talk to families and say, we're going to do this. Are you interested? And, um, the amount of people that said they were interested, um, was a lot, it was encouraging, you know, and not only that, but just teachers too, that I talked to, it seemed like at first I had more teachers interested in coming on board with me than I did families, um and i talked to a lot of those teachers um but uh so we had a lot of interest and we are let's do it right and then um we, right now we have 9 students uh, ages 5 through 13 um so and originally we were going to do just a teen model like I, you're aware of liberated learners mm-hmm. that's the network that i ended up joining um and they've been they've been a, a big help in getting getting off the ground and getting running and whatnot with all of the the details and the logistics of all of it and all the paperwork that you need to have. And they've been, uh, they've been a big help, but it's just, it's a lot, man. And, and so originally we were going to start as a, a team program, but we had so much interest with the little kids that we decided, well, let's just add that, um, as well. And we can kind of build in our own feeder system, so to speak. Yeah. And so. So that's what we have now. And that's originally why uh, I brought on Tracy was to kind of take off, uh, take, take control of that younger, the younger kids. And I was going to try to focus on bringing, bringing in teens and building the teen program.
0: And Tracy um, was a, an employee of yours for a little while through the, through your opening, yeah. who's no longer with you,
1: but yeah, started,
0: she had an early childhood background. Is that right?
1: Uh, Yeah, she, um, no degrees or anything, but she spent a lot of time in, in early Childhood education and uh, play-based learning. Um, she was involved with the the Des Moines Children's Museum. Nice. And just had a lot of experience and and was excited about the theory and the model. And uh, but but again, I think you know when you look at the theory and the model, it's one thing on paper and it's another in practice. And I think it's it can be uncomfortable for folks. Um, mm-hmm. And I think ultimately that's kind of what happened. But you know, she did. She was pivotal in getting us um, going and getting us up and running. And uh, she did a nice job setting up the, 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 the center. And uh, so, so it was good. It was good work on her part and I appreciate it. Um, but the other thing was, is we had her on board, me, and then of course, and then we had two parent volunteers. Mm-hmm. And so we had four adults in here. And I think ultimately we had four different interpretations of the model, yeah. right? And I think what ended up needing to happen was we needed to scale back. And so, um, now it's just me and I hired another young man, Ethan to come in. He's, he just graduated from Iowa state last year with new, uh, fitness and nutrition and not a lot of education background, but that's what I needed. I just needed somebody that was, um, you know, enjoyed kids company and was youthful and energetic and fun and the kids love him. And so now it's, it's just kind of my interpretation of the model and how I see it should be moving forward. And he's just here as another set of eyes and 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 uh, just kind of help out when needed. So.
0: Candice, I see you've been nodding and smiling a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's so
2: interesting talking with people how we all kind of go through the same cycle of learning. And you have to experience it, I think, because you can't like so many people could give us advice or like whatever, but you just have to experience it because we've been there too. Like Annie and I, you know, having volunteers and having, you know, you know, just so many different interpretations of what people think this should be. And it's always different too, depending on the kids, like right. what kind of kids you have with you. So it's always going to be different no matter
1: where you are. Right. Um, and, and the, and the folks in my network that were kind of, supporting me the most closely. They, you know, they they cautioned me of using too many parent volunteers. And I had mm. two of them, right? And but again, like you just said, you have to experience yourself. And then in hindsight, you're like, oh yeah, they told me that. Um but not only that, and I, I've heard you say too before that, you know, I'm finding myself like making sure my parents understand. Like after Tracy's departure, I met with all the families and I said, look, this is we're okay. Right, I think this is um uh, it's a good thing
0: mm-hmm.
1: because it's kind of back in my hands now. There's one interpretation of the model moving forward. We're going to stay true to that two I kind of explained what we are and what we're not because I think obviously you have meetings leading up to their enrolling, and they they tell you they understand and they get it mm-hmm. but as it kind of gets going and unfolds, I think all of their interpretations are different too. And they're like, Oh yeah, this is great. Playbase is great. When are they going to learn math? Or mm-hmm. how are you teaching them writing? Or do they do anything all day? And it's, so it's like, I'm constantly um, shooting articles at them and reminding them about what we are and what we're not. And, and we're, we're just not going to become a smaller version of public school. Um, and, you know, there's always going to be the option. I'm not going to coerce kids or bait kids or, or, or any of that. And so, mm-hmm. And I think that takes some getting used to, and so Absolutely. It, it just takes all of us to keep spreading the word. And I think it's growing rapidly and um, yeah, it's just good work.
0: Yeah. Um, the, you talked earlier about how many parents jumped on board right away. Um, Mosaic is a research organization that's been studying self-directed learning lately, um, trying to put some resources out there. I don't know much about them, not endorsing them or not endorsing them, but, uh, they did put out research recently that said 74% of parents are interested in educational alternatives, Mm -hmm. um, where their children are at the center of what, when, and how they learn. And so I think like, it is something that is really widely being sought, but like you said, I think the actual, like putting, where the rubber meets the road, <laughs> like it, it is hard and it is uncomfortable and it's so, so different and it's a total backing off. And I, I know even for us, it was kind of the same way. Like, is this okay that they're playing all day? Like at what age does it stop being okay that they play all day? Yeah. And then explaining that to parents and having those conversations of who you are and who you aren't is so important because it's just going to keep the right community around you. And I think the more conversations we can have with each other, um, you know, the finding the people, liberated learners, for us, it's the Agile Learning Center Network, like, finding the people who are going to give you the support to say, like, it's okay. Yeah, like, you don't have to do anything
1: different. And I think after the first two weeks, and Tracy departed, and you know, I've got the other adults in here kind of given their two cents in uh, their interpretation. And they're saying, well, maybe we should offer this and and at least have this much math each day. And, you know, after that first two weeks, I'm like, wait a minute, you know, you start to lose your foundation too. Cause Mm -hmm. I've only been, you know, in the, I've only known about the model a year. Right. And so obviously I, I jumped in with, you know, two feet and I read all the books and read all the research and it's like, yeah, 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 I get it. And then you get to this point. And so now you're, now I spend all my time on, you know, the building and planning and in prepping and communicating with parents and and, and social media. And then after that first two weeks, it's like, wait a minute, like you just said, ours, is this okay? And so (laughs) I I had to like, go back to the books, right. And go back to the articles and the podcast. And it's like, but it it didn't take long. It's like, oh yeah, this is okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: This
1: is the model stay true to it. Right. Trust. Mm -hmm. And so it was a quick reminder of, yep, we're okay.
0: So much trust needed so much, just like trusting yourself, trusting you've got the right people around you, trusting the kids, right? Like that is like the biggest shift, I think, in all of it to, for me, it was to recognize how little we trust children in general, in our society, like in schools, you know, like they give you like a a hall pass. That's like literally a toilet seat because they're afraid you're going to lose it. Or like, I don't know, like we don't trust the kids to do the smallest things, like take themselves to the bathroom. That's ridiculous.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah the other day we were uh at the park and a couple of couple of girls i was with a couple of girls out in the forest and one of them said she's just having a ball they discovered this they discovered this trail through the kind of the wooded area of the park and she said to her friend oh my gosh i've never felt so free <laughs> and i thought oh, that wow. and then the again the other day uh, we were in our closing session and and one of the discussable cards that we have in closing Asked, where do you feel the safest and most secure? And he said, here. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, that is why we're doing this, kid. That is why we're doing this. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. You know, so little things that continue to happen that they're appreciative. You know, they can't always express it, but they're appreciative of the respect we're giving them, the responsibility they have, and just the time and the support and the trust that that you know we're here to support what you want to do i'm, I'm I've, I've told kids what to do for 22 years and i can't do it anymore so you do you i'll hear, I'll be here to support you
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, so yeah it, i think it's a beautiful thing it's it's good work and it's that doesn't mean it's easy work it doesn't mean it's always easy or or not stressful but um i think it's i think i'm finally on the right path as far as education is concerned uh,
0: yeah, I, I think I just finished saying that, right, Candace? <laughs> just yeah. before this.
2: Yeah, I think it's like anything um, that you question and try to do differently in our society. Like, I, you're always going to be going back to like, wait, everybody's doing it this way, <laughs> and am I the crazy one? Like, sometimes I still think that. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah. Does, nobody crazy. said we aren't crazy. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. But like when I, when I first started, you know, putting the feeders out to see, okay, is a, is a Midwestern city like Des Moines going to be ready for this? And originally, Mm -hmm. to be honest, originally when I saw the Sudbury model, I wanted to do that. (laughs) Right. And in talking to my wife and stuff, it's like, man, man, maybe that's a too big of a leap. Just, just right out the gates. Um, so we're doing this model self-directed learning model. You know, we're off, we make offerings, everything's optional, but, um, yeah, I bet I talked to two dozen families and, you know, there's still a list of those families that were like, yeah, we really like to, this sounds really good, you know, and I think it's just, they're, I and I get it, I think they're just, you know, unsure if we're going to make it or if it's legit or you know, those, it takes, they have to be brave as early adopters too.
0: Yes, absolutely. We found that too. Like the the first families to sign up with us, like that was so much trust that they gave us. Um, and we Mm -hmm. have several who have been with us since year one, we're now in year three. Um, we also opened the year of the pandemic 2020. So we had a lot of people who really like told us they were on board for self-directed, but they just wanted a school that wasn't going to close that year. Or at first they wanted a school that wasn't going to make them wear masks. And then we were like, no, but we're going to wear masks. And they're like, fine, we're out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it takes so much trust for parents too. And, and families to say like, yeah, we're going to step way out of line with you.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: What's been, um, we're going to wrap it up with this troy What's been like the, the most relieving aspect, like 22 years in public school. Like, where do you really like get to like, have that breath of relief.
1: I think the biggest thing is just not working for the man, so to speak, you know, like there's nobody, I don't have to turn in reports to anybody. I don't have to um, show anybody that I'm, my kids are efficient or or, or, or fluent or passing any exams. There's none of that. It's just mm-hmm. it, to, to be out from underneath that giant thumb of the system feels good. Mm-hmm. And um I don't know. It just feels like, you know, when you're, 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 when you're your own boss, you know, like I have to answer to parents and kids, you know, but it's just not like there's none of the wasted time. Like you're filling out a report, you know, like we've all been there in the system where you're filling something out. You're like, what, are, what is this for? Right. And it mm-hmm. has nothing, to do with anything it's it's usually for so,
0: liability.
1: <laughs> right. Right. And And I had some positions in the system where it was just about somebody you're just trying to, they're just asking you to, Prove that you're doing something for the for the district or something. It just seems so detached or so far, so many layers away from actually working with kids that it just seems like a waste of time. So there's none of that. That's like all of, all of my minutes in my day are, you know, directly related to kids and, mm. and work that they're doing or their well-being or it's just for it's your just, own I
0: well-being, being, right? Like right. you get to actually think about yourself sometimes too.
1: Right. Right. It's just right on the front line, so to speak of, Education and, and all of that. So it's rewarding.
0: Yeah. I got to wear sweatpants today and nobody told me I was out of uh dress code. <laughs> and I it was a much you... more effective professional, I think. What'd okay. you say,
2: Candace? I was gonna say I thought you had like a special ticket for perfect attendance. <laughs> and you got to wear your sweatpants.
0: <laughs> I donated for breast cancer awareness month. So now <laughs> I get to wear sweatpants. Troy, thank you so much for joining us on Out of Line. Troy is at Liberty Self-Directed Learning Center in Des Moines, Iowa. Find out more about him on his social medias. Thank you, Troy. We'll talk to you again soon, hopefully.
1: I appreciate it, ladies. Thank you.
0: Bye.